Coming at you live from the 93.7 The Ticket studio in the heart of Lincoln, America. And online at theticketfm.com. This is the Junior Achievement Hour. Yes, it is. Welcome to it as a part of Ticket Weeknights here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I'm Austin Norman. Big thanks to the Husker Hall of Famer, Amon Green, for stopping by for an hour like he does every week. Appreciate him and his time. And now we turn our focus to the youth in our community. Amon's doing that at the, the university as a professor. We've got a couple of uh, business leaders, uh, you know, junior achievement enjoyers, appreciators here in studio here today, uh, joined by Katie and Megan. Ladies, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being here for, you know, giving an hour. And it's the Junior Achievement Show, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Katie, we'll start with you. Where are you from? How did you end up where you're at? Okay. Uh, my name is Katie Becker. I am um, an Eastside graduate, so grew up here in Lincoln. Um, went to school at TCU, came back, uh, met a great guy, started a family. So we live here. We have three kids, and they are in Lincoln Public School System. Um, I am a business owner. I um, took my grandma's toffee recipe and created Tasty Good Toffee and have grown that over the last 10 years um, after leaving corporate marketing. And um, excited to be here to talk about Junior Achievement because it's kind of a family thing we like to do. And I've been a long-term volunteer and even went all the way through the Junior Achievement system as a student up through now. Mm. Very nice. Okay, so I do have to ask, from corporate marketing to toffee, right. how? <laughs> right, right. Um, it started as just a fun little side hustle. Um, mm. Every Christmas would make my grandma's recipe after she passed down her recipe. And then when people said they'd pay me for it, that entrepreneurial spark lit up. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'll try and make some money. Sure. So, and it's grown ever since. That's and it's awesome. delicious toffee. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Is it one kind? Are there multiple recipes or options, flavors for it? Uh, I think I have up to 15 Ooh. flavors right now on my website. So, yep, always growing, always always doing new things. Megan, you seem to know something about this. What's your favorite part of the toffee, your favorite kind? Oh, gosh. I do like just the regular, like, was it milk? Just the milk chocolate. Milk chocolate, chocolate yes. Mm-hmm. But she has this one um, with little sprinkles on top. She also has, like, a spicy, I think, one, right? Like, with ghost pepper Go, yeah there it is I, I don't know all the fancy names but i do but <laughs> I, I, I know the flavors right <laughs> yeah professional toffee maker professional toffee eater exactly you have your roles that's why it works so I well do. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome same questions to you where are you from how did you get to what you're doing today yeah so um i grew up in lincoln um i went to southeast high school graduated in 2000 and um i teach second grade at eastridge elementary and um i will be starting my 16th year and i have had junior achievement in my classroom for as long as i can remember um and katie's husband and my husband used to work together and so we that's how we met and then um so I remember I kind of like learned about her toffee business and thought it was cool and then when I I was like right around I think Mm pre-COVID um she had mentioned that she does JA in the classroom and I was like I need a new JA instructor like how cool would it be that I I have a friend you know and then we just were that you know another fun connection that she and I can have together. And like I said, and I've loved having her in my room and sharing JA with my students. So that's incredible. <laughs> it's awesome. That's what I've loved about getting to know people that volunteer with JA, whether it's, you know, as a volunteer, as a business, whether it's in their classroom like that, 
just how much it brings the community together. For sure. How many layers there are to it. I mean, I'm from Lincoln as well. I know it's a tight community, but to see Junior Achievement bring that community even tighter is just incredible. And Katie, you mentioned a family kind of tie to Junior Achievement. Definitely. What's that about? Um, my grandfather was the plant manager at Goodyear, um, 60s, 70s, and early 80s. And so he was, I was originally from Akron, Ohio, where I believe there was a connection with Junior Achievement worldwide. And so a buddy of his from Akron called and said, Dan, why does Lincoln not have Junior Achievement? And mm. I remember him telling me, he his response was, if I knew what it was, we'd have it. <laughs> and by the end of that phone call, he was making a list of all of his business connections in the city of Lincoln at the time. And in 1971, a bunch of business leaders created Junior Achievement of Lincoln. Um, so my grandpa, Dan Remigge, was very invested and involved in that. And so from there, our family got very involved. So like I said, I was an achiever. The program itself has evolved over the last 40 years, 50 years. Um, and it started with high school students. And you would come once a week and join other high school students and create an actual business, create a product, elect officers, sell the product, liquidate your company, and then there was an end of year banquet. Um, and that grew and grew um, to reach students of all ages. And then it, the focus, I think, in the late 90s, early 2000s, really focused on in the classroom mm. and really reaching as many kids as possible in the classrooms. And um, my dad, in fact, both my parents have gotten really involved volunteering and helping. And my dad has worked to make a lot of schools in town all JA schools. So he would go and talk with the principals and administrators and say, why don't you have junior achievement? And I think a lot of those uh, principals would say, if we knew what it was, we would have it. <laughs> um, so a lot of education and, and effort on that part um, but then getting into the schools. And when you have an all JA school, which I believe Eastridge is, I know my kids' elementary, Adams Elementary is an all JA school. The administrators all the way down to every educator agree to provide that within their curriculum throughout the year. And then that's the point of junior achievement to get the volunteers in the community to come into the classroom because it's very much volunteer-based. Um, and it's great when community people can come in and teach a class for a week because the kids get to see somebody new and um, the teachers get a little bit of a break, not a, not a ton of a break because there's still a lot of, that you interact with the teacher as well. But um, it's great to bring your own business experience. Um, and it just, it's kind of a really great thing. So the way it's evolved over the years has been really great to see. J.A. Grandpa, the same as Toffee Grandma? Same side, Actually, different Actually, no. So really? I just, I'm whole gamut, <laughs> you know, I just have some really good genes. Let me tell you entrepreneurial on all sides. That's awesome. <laughs> That's incredible. She just mentioned, you know, being able to come into the classroom as an outsider. As a teacher, what's that like having someone else come in for that, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, hour every week for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, first it can be a little nerve wracking because, <laughs> you know, we don't always get the opportunity to. And so it's very, very new for the students. Mm -hmm. And so then I, I always get kind of a little worried, like, you know, I have to do extra prep for my students, making sure that they understand how to respect a community member, you know, but I think it's such a powerful thing to have that those lessons taught to them. Um, and, you know, to see somebody new, and especially, you know, like I said, coming from COVID time, like, where there was so many times where they did not get to see other people, you know, and um, actually Katie's first um, set of lessons was through Zoom. And so I literally like 
put my computer right in front of everybody and there was Katie on the on the little screen you know <laughs> and um so but so then now being able to welcome her into my classroom I mean the kids just get so excited to have somebody new and this the activities like it's JA is very engaging and so the activities that they that she brings in and that we get to do are just really fun and the kids just love them like they 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 ask like when's Katie coming back or can we do that activity again and um like I said it's just a really great way of just kind of teaching them some of those other life skills of having somebody new come in and doing something that's not like in our everyday like reading curriculum or our Mm -hmm. math curriculum but there are skills that they have learned in other places that they can kind of incorporate a little bit which is really cool to see those connections too Knowing her, was it easier to be hands-off? You're still trying to be hands-on in that time. What's that like for you? Um, I, I definitely, you know, I take full ownership and responsibility of my of my students and my kiddos. And it's my classroom. And, like, I, I think of Katie and or and anybody, you know, even when I had um, a different JA instructor a few years back. Like, they're guests in my room. Um, and while I feel like Katie and I kind of do like a little bit of co-teaching, I definitely want my students to show her respect and to know that we are going to, um, you know, show her kindness and that kind of a thing. Um, but yet still, so, so I know I, I can't just, <laughs> I, there was one time where I kind of tried, I was like back at my desk and I think that I'm kind of like grading papers or something and I can still <laughs> hear and someone just keeps interrupting her, you know, or like, won't like quit popping up there, his hand. And I had to come over and, you know, whisper to him. So I'm, I'm still, you know, in there. And as I think most teachers handle it that way when they have their their guests in their room too. So on the flip side, what's it like going into her space, seeing where she goes every day, <laughs> right, being a guest? Right. And you walk in and everybody is excited. Um, and like the funny thing is I, I'm brand new. I don't know the different things. What was it? One day somebody was holding up like the number oh. two and with their fingers. And I'm like, peace. And they're like, <laughs> No, I have to use the restroom. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> because this is true. Okay, what's number the one, number two. Right? Because, yeah, well, like- so our school, and I, a lot of schools use hand signals just to kind of keep interve- or interruptions lower. They don't have to always raise their hand. I don't have to always stop my teaching. I can just give them like a nod. Okay. And so, yeah, so my, t- my students really know that, you know, they can just do it too. And I can nod yes. And they can just get up and go to the restroom without having to be a, a physical or loud interruption. And I, that was hilarious. And I don't think I <laughs> I was even like fully aware of what was happening but then you're like mrs schmidt i think someone has to use the restroom <laughs> so that was a really that was a comical moment for sure yeah it's fun <laughs> and it's also just really neat because you teach second graders i've actually taught kindergarten through seventh grade maybe in junior achievement it goes all the way up through high school but it's so fun to come into the different grades and teach the different curriculum but then I know in second grade we talk about needs and wants we talk about um, paying taxes one day we were talking about voting and it was election day it was last May when we were voting for the Lincoln mayor and we got to dive briefly into an actual real life conversation and then you have to skirt the line of we're not going to talk about who we're voting for we're not going to like influence anybody but we are talking about like actually today you might see people with i voted stickers and that means they made an impact on their community and you might want to go home to your grown-ups and talk about how you voted in junior achievement and maybe ask about their opportunities to vote so what i love about junior achievement is getting into the classroom meeting the kids but then also kind of sending those nuggets home like go home and talk to your grown-ups and your family members and the people in your neighborhood tonight about we made pizzas on our computer and i made 15 pizzas because i slowed down 
down and did the process correctly. Or um, we helped the mayor of our junior achievement community make decisions on what to make in our junior achievement park, you know, and so Mm -hmm. these kids get to be big kids for it Mm -hmm. a little while. And all those topics are very relatable to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it's not something that they have to deal with like directly right now, you know, like the taxes thing, like they don't, they don't themselves don't pay taxes right now, but they might. Freeloaders. Right. 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 (laughs) But they might hear, you know, the adult at their house talk about it. And so um, even I, you know, just starting those conversations is a great way to just teaching those younger kiddos these things. You've taught second grade. How'd you settle on that? How did I settle on yeah. it? You know, I, I student taught in second grade and I just, and I just love staying there. I just, I feel like it's a great um, kind of middle of the road grade and age where, um, you know, kindergarten one, they're still really young, but they're starting to, second grade, they're starting to become more independent um, and and LPS, our curriculums are ever changing, um, and we're expecting more and more out of them. And so, they're developmentally. I mean, they're still, but they're still young. But they still have. They're they're wanting that independence, and they're but they're learning so much too. So I don't know. It's just a great little. It's just a fun age. It's just they they, they like being there. You know, they like the cool things that we do, but yet I can have them go sit and read a chapter book for ten <laughs> minutes by themselves. You know, too. Like it's. It's just a great little mix of things. Uh, old enough, but young enough? Yeah. That's fair a good to way say. to put it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said you've, you've taught K through seven. Do you have a favorite? I don't know if I do. Um, Obviously second grade. I was going to say, uh, second come on here. Sorry, grade. sorry. Bad phrasing. <laughs> that's on me. Class. <laughs> um, also, whatever grade my own kids are in, if I'm ever able to get their class. Um, kindergarten is so fun because they are just like, you are a superstar in their class. I'm sure you're like now. a celebrity. Yes. That's, and they yeah. like the hugs. <laughs> And the like, the the unsolicited questions of, did you know my neighbor has a snail? You know, and then you have to talk, and the teachers like bring it back in. You know, um, first grade again, same story. They're a little bit bigger, but they're um, second grade. I agree with you. They're starting to find their self, their selves. Yeah. Um, they're bigger kids. Third grade, they they get it. They're the cool kids, right? Mm-hmm. Fourth grade and fifth grade. Let me tell you, that curriculum gets a little bit harder. Um, you get to have real world conversations. If you're um, the volunteer in the classroom, you get to kind of talk about trade around the world mm-hmm. and um, supply chain disruptions, you know? And I like, totally knew what that was in fourth grade. Exactly. I'm glad totally. that's not a second grade lesson. Yeah, I, know. Right? <laughs> um, I wouldn't be able to help with that. <laughs> um, and so that's super, that's just so fun. And then the other thing that's neat when I teach them all kind of in the class in throughout the school year, they all have that basic understanding of needs and wants. They yeah. all have the basic understanding of goods and services. So no matter if you're kindergarten or fifth grade, um, you're still covering that same basic thing, but then talking at their level. So that's that's really cool. That's awesome. This is the Junior Achievement Hour here on 93.7 with Ticket the TicketFM.com. We're going to take our first break. We'll be back with Megan and Katie as part of Ticket Weeknights next. You're listening to the Junior Achievement Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Now, back to the Junior Achievement Hour. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com, and all over the place. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo951. Plenty of ways to watch, listen, and get in contact uh, with the show. Any of them here at The Ticket. 
And Megan, standing invitation. You were telling us during the break you thought you were going to be a DJ. So if you want to, you want to run the board. You want to press the buttons. We can switch sides. I mean, you know, one day I might love to. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> you'd have to teach me a few things first. <laughs> it's simple. Is press, it? Press, click. Oh. That's okay, all you got to do. Okay, See, I can, I mean. You, you've clicked a mouse can, before, I assume, Yes, right? yeah. I have. I can do that. That's awesome. I think you just got hired. I think I did. <laughs> Yay. Congrats. <laughs> what would I call my show? That Those are the kinds of things I think of right away. Okay. <laughs> you, you've thought of it before. You had to have some ideas. Nope. Nope. We'll let y'all hook this time. Okay. Next time, though. Okay. So you mentioned having JA in your classroom basically since you started. Was yeah. that intentional? Did that just happen? How did JA, you know, get in your classroom when you started? Gosh, good question. Um, I think it probably went back to um, my teammate that I had a while back, Erin Chambers. I'm sure she'll love that I just threw out her name. Um, her husband was, or and still is, um, a junior achievement volunteer. And I think when... I joined her team. She and I were, I mean, she had always had junior achievement in her, in her classroom. And so I think it was just kind of one of those things where we just have junior achievement. And she's like, I already have a volunteer. So how about my husband be your volunteer? I'm like, okay, great. You know? And I think it just was one of those things that you just like, once you start it, you just kind of keep doing it as long as it works. And, um, and then just, you know, and we've been told like as, as staff members that it's kind of started to become more of like our choice because we scheduling is kind of getting tricky. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of schools are starting to have more like intervention times and things and our curriculums are demanding more out of us. And so um, I'm hoping to be able to continue to keep JA in our rooms, but um, it's just definitely something where, you know, if, if, it, if it fits in, then, then do it. And I plan on continuing it as long as I can. So. That's awesome. With the curriculum, how have you seen it change in the 16 years? Um, I would say probably just this last, just this last year, or was it two years ago? Um, I mean, the lessons really stayed the same for a long time. Like, I love that I could like, <laughs> like, like when Jason would come in and I'd be, I like have my music ready with my, my JACD. We used to have a CD and I'd <laughs> yeah. pop it in the CD player, which... <laughs> Now we don't have that. Um, but, you know, and then, then then he would say, well, now you can just log on to the, the website and just hit play on the website. Or there's a YouTube song. But the song didn't ch change, you know, like the lessons didn't change or anything, but just like the technology updated. Um, and then this year was the first year where really everything was online so like Katie would log into like on my computer onto the website and then like her lessons would be more um, available that way. And then like, kind of, it was kind of like you were clicking through slides mm -hmm. and then the kiddos would, and I could project it. So then the kiddos would see, um, what she was teaching, but then there was also an activity where then, um, she could like, um, put out a link that they could then join and then they could do part of a activity on their Chromebooks with her. Mm. So technology really has kind of helped advance things. It definitely has. Junior Achievement used to provide all, they provide all the lesson plans to mm -hmm. the um, volunteers. So I've heard anybody... about the briefcases and we did look yes. them up on eBay last week. Oh. They are still for sale. Oh. So if you want one, they're out there. Those, but, those really snazzy clear they, ones with mm -hmm. the white lettering. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're coveted. <laughs> so, you know, bid that up. Um, yeah, so Junior Achievement has always provided the lesson plans. I've, I know if future volunteers are out there listening, um, I definitely encourage them to take the leap and do it because it's not a huge commitment. I come into your class five times and it's less than an hour. It takes me probably less than an hour to prepare and, and get ready for that. I have all the materials I need. They used to give me a big, huge, um, 
packet full of all the printed materials. So five lessons, five packets, enough for each class. And you would just prepare. And it was a lot of handouts and the kids would do stickers and they would color or they would finish a drawing or things like that, which was great. Um, and then uh, 2020 came along with COVID. Everybody was home and JA uh, Worldwide did a really good job of pivoting and figuring out how to still reach students while they're at home and almost thinking this is a more important time to be reaching students uh, because they need more of that interaction and, and less of just the standard curriculum. And when we got back into the classroom, we started getting some new curriculum. And I believe Lincoln was one of the pilot hmm. uh, junior achievement locations to try some of this new stuff. And I was actually lucky enough to try the second grade curriculum um, going all online with the projected board and the Chromebooks. And, and so it was a bit of a, a change because we didn't have the crayons, we didn't have the stickers, but the kids live in such a technological world today that, that actually they're so native to it that it, they just know to touch and click and, and do. So that was very fun. And it was kind of a learning curve, but really cool to see how they do that. So. Yeah. And the kids loved it. They, I mean, like, like they always do, but especially with being able to be on the computer. <laughs> I was gonna, that's where I was going to go next. I mean, it is a digital world that has been a, a huge change. It, it's helpful. It can be harmful. Is it good that JA went digital or was it nice for the kids to have, you know, something tangible to hold, to kind of fidget with, to mess with? Do you want to go first? Oh, Just from the junior team and volunteer perspective? Well, yeah. I think it's a little bit of both. So, um, thinking of I know you're talking about the CD and it was I believe it was how the quarter moves through yep. a community yep. and so you literally had the kids pass a, a big replica of a quarter around the room and this silly CD with this silly wrap um, but the kids got excited and they wanted to do it a couple two three times so that got them up and moving which was always nice yep. um, now I do notice they do sit a little more so as a volunteer and I work with the educator when I have a really cool one that's helpful um, and I try and say, how do we get them engaged? How do we get them up and about? You know, how do we, do we make teams? Do we have them do a quick little stretch or something? So that's kind of fun. Cause it, you know, you got to balance the, the technology, especially cause I was coming into your class in May, yeah. in April and May at the end of the school year, Ooh, yeah. at the end of the day. <laughs> after recess so it oh was how did you draw like, that straw sorry good thing she <laughs> likes me right it right. was fun it, well and i bring a lot of energy into the room anyway <laughs> yeah, so it you was do. like let's go so yeah. um i have taught a third grade class right at the beginning of the school day and that was a totally different vibe like i, was I like, bet is this thing on <laughs> like every day um so it's fine and it's fun but to have the interaction with the kids and make sure that they're not just sitting listening to a PowerPoint. It's a lot of interaction. And, you know, we talk about in second grade, um, let's look at this picture of the park. What's wrong with it? And they get to use their creativity to say, those dogs are running loose. We need a dog park or that flower stand. It doesn't have anybody working there and there's trash everywhere. So we need to clean that up. And then they work together. They share their ideas. And, and so that's super fun. So you try and find ways to utilize the new technology and still keep it engaging in the classroom. Well, I think next time that you come in, I think it'll be even better because I will then, well, we will both know it better, know the digital side better. Because um, I think I was still expecting so much of the old stuff, you know, and she would say, oh, no, we don't do it like that. That's the lessons change. I'm like, really? Okay. Huh. But I remember it this way, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm really good at the old way. But um, and so you, and I can, you know, kind of predict how we can move more but I think JA does a good job of there's lots of visuals you know mm -hmm. there's a poster that she can hang well 
it's probably digital now, isn't it? Yep. Okay. So I'm remembering. <laughs> there back. used to be a poster. There used to be a that. poster. But anyway, so now it's digital, but at least the kids can now go up to the board and still point to it, still look for things. Like there are still cards that they get to hold and they get to look at and they get to read. Um, so there's, there's, there's still good tools and things that I think JA provides that they can still do. So. Mm-hmm. I do want to know a little bit more, bit more about second graders. Like, what is that attention span like? How long <laughs> can they sit before they need that engagement? Yeah. Um, I mean, it definitely does depend on the time of the day and sure. what activity they just were doing, that kind of a thing. Um, I mean, they're pretty good about I mean, if it's a if it's something that they're interested in, they're going to sit there and be very, very engaged. 30, 40 minutes, you know, Um but I, it's get letting them even just stand up and stretch is definitely. I mean, I do that throughout my entire day, almost. You know, like like even between different subjects and things. So, movement is important, even if they can just, like I said, stand up and and stretch a little bit. But if they're really into it, then they're going to be attentive, and and they typically are because they they really. I mean, they get really into what they're talking about, mm-hmm. and. I was going to say, you, you are full of energy, but I mean, like they, she, she doesn't even use my microphone. Like, yeah, <laughs> because I mean, not that she's like, it's just, you just project, project your voice. Well, like you're very animated and the kids just really are drawn to you. So I, I can thought, tell you like what you do. Yeah. You thought you were going to be a radio DJ. I thought I was, well, I thought I was going to be a doctor. I told you that. Yeah. And then JA in high school taught me that's not where I needed to go. Thank goodness. <laughs> but then in college, there was a blip where I thought I wanted to be an elementary education yeah. major so I think that JA allows me to tap into that for just a bit at a time. just a like, bit I because I also love like like kind of like I'm the fun aunt right like, I you can I walk back. in and I'm excited I get the hugs and the high fives and then I'm like oh well toy gotta go bye Sorry. And, then, and then she's gotta wrap them up for the end of the yep. day it's like oh see you next week bye. right <laughs> both my parents are teachers I've probably let me think it, one cousin and aunt's a teacher so that's where I thought I was gonna end up yeah it didn't end up doing that but it sounds like Junior Achievement makes volunteering easy. Like they make it simple to come in. So from the volunteer side, what's been the part the JA has made the easiest for you? Oh, I they do it all. Like I just have to commit to a classroom and schedule my time. They give me all the materials. I do commit, you know. So lesson plan. So lesson planning is easy. Lesson planning is done. You know, it's just a matter of reviewing it um, and going through the materials, making sure you're familiar with it, and then being ready to walk into the class and taking that time out of your day. Um, some classes, uh, like Mrs. Schmidt's class, we come every Tuesday for five weeks because it's five lessons. Other classes say we can fit you in every day this week. So Ooh. they can be flexible and whatever. I, I know my dad, bless his heart, has even done one day marathon, all five lessons. Oh, gosh. Like they just made a JA day. And I think the kids thought that was like super cool, right? Probably. So, I mean, I'm not saying that's the most ideal, but it, it is a flexible program and it's short, you know, I'm, I'm in your class, maybe 40 minutes. Um, and then I'm energized and excited and I leave for the, the day and I say, see you next time. And when I come back, the kids are so excited, you know, and they remember, and I always start with, what did we talk about last time? Mostly for me. Like, what did we talk about yesterday? Um, and they always know and they always remember, no matter the age, kindergarten all the way up, they're like, oh, we talked about needs and wants and that your neighbor has a snail and that we did this. So That's awesome. Then as a teacher, what do you appreciate about JA? How have they made it easy for you? I would say the flexibility and the communication, like with the emails, um, like whoever's in charge of getting it started, you know, they check in with us um, and 
I mean, like Katie's made it really easy too. I mean, she's so great about, and I don't know if I just gotten special treatment, you know, from her, but it is very nice to know that like I can, you know, text her email and be like, oh my gosh, shoot, we actually had an assembly planned today at this time. Can you come tomorrow? You know, or is there just a different day that you can come and she will say yes or, you know, and we just, we just make it work. Um, and, and yeah, it has been really nice to know that it can be just like what she said, where it's, if I wanted it every day, cause there are other teachers in my building who do it every day for a whole week and they just get it done in that week. Um, but my grade, we like to do it where it's kind of spans through a whole month and they, and you know, mm-hmm. um, and it can be any time of the school year. It doesn't have to be in May. Like I could choose to do at the beginning of the year or the middle of the year. So scheduling wise, that's really nice. And um, being the, I'm a social studies liaison also for second grade at my school. And I have seen a lot of connections with social studies and life skills, um, mm. community building. The, the lessons that I teach my kids in social studies really do correlate with JA. So I'm always very um, appreciative of the lessons, like the, the topics, the objectives that JA has planned for us. I'm like, it just fits really well with second grade and what we talk about. So I don't know how, I don't know who they talked to and how they right. figured that part out, but that's all we, I mean, I've never sat down and listened to a JA lesson and thought that had nothing to do with what we're talking about. You know, I've never felt that. So, right. well, and I think it all comes back to what we were saying. Like every level talks about those basics, yeah, needs and wants, supply and demand or goods and services. And those are things we were just talking before the show about like, my kid is doing a summer job and he's learning about saving and spending and you know and mm-hmm. um we have a birthday coming up and what do you do with that birthday money do you buy what you need or what you want and um so at every eight for myself when I go shopping <laughs> right. do I really need that or do I want that you know like so it's really just I think teaching those skills that maybe everyone needs to learn but maybe you don't catch that in the regular curriculum in that way that JA provides it so yeah. it's kind of neat to have a volunteer come in and teach it you mentioned J.A. starting mostly with high schools and after school. For you as a volunteer and then you as a teacher, how important is it that J.A. has gone down through middle and elementary school? For me, I think it's great because it hits every grade level. And um, I always start every session like who's ever had junior achievement before. And it's amazing when the hands pop up and then you get to say, well, what did you learn? And they remember and it sticks. It's just those those core memories that are kind of built. Um, So not high schoolers are busy. And I think that's probably why they fell away from it. I mean, at the, the beginning of it in the 70s and 80s and then into the 90s, it was great because you got to add another evening activity and meet kids from other schools, which was so great. Mm. But anymore, high schoolers are so busy. And so that's almost, I think Junior Achievement noticed that's, it's not too late, but it's almost too late. You might as well start early. And if you can, can and now the programs Junior Achievement offers for high schoolers is so robust with the entrepreneur focus program here in Lincoln and other things like that. So it's almost like by stepping backwards, they were able to expand forward so much better. So you mentioned the lessons tying into what you're teaching in social studies, but it's not the exact same thing, right? It just ties in. It's just a little different approach. Is that fair to say? Yeah. um, Like we have one lesson about goods and services and social studies. And um, so, and that's talked about in junior achievement. So there are some that are like very, you know, like, like piggyback a lot and then there's others where they might have maybe just heard a certain term or something like that um but I think in general they just yeah they just do that really good job of just teaching 
those those basic things that they that they do know and I think having you know learning it as at an earlier age you know I think kids as parents and family homes are more like they're doing all different kinds of jobs like so and so's dad owns the the tire shop on the corner you know like that's a business you know like and they can talk about that like and I feel like they like they're like where else would we or would they normally have the opportunity to talk about their dad owning a tire shop you know but at junior in junior achievement they can talk about that because that's relating themselves to a business so um I think just some of those things are kind of where that falls along too how neat is it for the kids to see someone come in with a business, right? I mean, because all they know is school, right? For right. the first 18 years of their life, it's school, 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 school. How important is it to show them that there's more out there? I think it's super important. And I hope that they really realize how cool that is. And I think, you know, and I, Katie, what she does as a small business owner, and especially selling something that I think the kids can relate to, <laughs> is really cool for them, too. And I feel like they are just more excited by that. Um, Katie always does a really great job of doing the, her first lesson where she gives me a bag of toffee, but it's a great way of kind of showing that that's what she sells, that that's what her business is. And, um, you know, and I've had other volunteers who have worked at banks or, um, I'm trying to think, um, Jason worked at in Lincoln Industries one time, you know, so there was just, there's so many businesses out there. And I think so many kids, they might hear those things, but then to now, yeah, see that mm-hmm. it's just very exciting for them. And it's just one of those more like, oh, kind of like when you see your teacher out the grocery store, it's like, oh, there's something that the classroom is something that's out in the open, you know, or out in the real world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Katie, for you, bringing your business into the classroom, what does that mean to you? Well, it's just a really neat tie-in to show the students that I created something and I work hard at it. Um, I'm able to show you what I make and people actually buy it. They may have heard of it or tried it. Um, And so it's saying like, you just met me. I'm a real person and I did this. And then I always kind of start and say, how many of you have ever had a lemonade stand or picked up leaves in the fall or mowed a lawn or scooped snow? And they raise their hands and I say, you're an entrepreneur. This could be you one day, you know, and occasionally you'll find a student um, that is doing something for money that they've created a small business. And so I always try and push that. Um, Another thing I love in the curriculum Junior Achievement tries to encourage like, and when you graduate this class and then you graduate high school and you go on to your extra learning. And so I always try and build that in at least once, if not a couple times through like, we're second graders and we're, and I always come at the end of the year. So it's like, you're almost third graders. And so when you graduate second grade and then you graduate fifth grade and I know you're going to graduate high school. And I always try and see that and then say, you know, you might go on to, college or medical school, or you might go straight into learning and apprenticing and what you want to do, go do it and think about JA. And it's just kind of like always trying to seed that with the kids too, that there's, it, they are already living those great lives and it's, it's right ahead of them. And that's so great that you do that because um, one of the goals that Lincoln Public Schools does is talk about graduation rate and, and, and um, encouraging kids to keep working hard so that they can graduate. And so I just think that is a huge and really important, great thing that JA does and that you do, Katie. Yeah, so. and then they get a certificate they do, they at do the end of the session. Yep. So we fill out their name and yep. shake their hand and they get something to take home. And so it's kind of that representation of that just from finishing JA. Yep. 
That's awesome. Another step in the journey. Yep. <laughs> we like that. This is the Junior Chief, and now we're here on 93.7 The Ticket. One more break to take. We'll be back and wrap things up after this. You're listening to the Junior Achievement Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now, back to the Junior Achievement Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right, back one final time here on the Junior Achievement Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We were just talking about the importance of good coworkers. Megan, that's probably easier for you at a school. What are your coworkers' experiences like with JA? Similar to yours? Um, I would say yes and no. Um, I know that in the past, maybe some have a harder time finding a great volunteer. Like, I do feel like I'm very lucky. Um... And, you know, some, I, I think some people, it's great that they volunteer, but I think that they're not always expecting or know what to expect when they walk into a elementary classroom. And um, you can definitely tell the ones that maybe like it's very new to them or they might feel a little bit more uncomfortable and that's expected or I mean, or it's understandable, you know, but um, I, th- I think if, if a volunteer can just really kind of take on that confidence and kind of have a little bit of um, experience or at least try to learn a little bit about what it's like to be in elementary classroom. I think that helps because um, even as, as a teacher, we're, you know, we we don't want it to be more work for them or or the volunteer or the, you know, the, and it can throw up a whole balance in the classroom if things are not, you know, if things are kind of bumpy a little bit. So um, I know that we've ha- run into that a few times, but I think in general, I mean, like the junior achievement, the organization themselves, it's, they always try very hard and they, I think they work very hard on trying to supply us great volunteers. So I don't think it's anything that we are ever like, you know, like we're mad about or anything. I just think sometimes, you know, a volunteer can just. Not know what they're in (laughs) for, not not be the right fit necessarily. Right. 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 Katie, do you network with other JA volunteers at all? Sure. Yes. And I recruit them. And um, I know um, Mrs. Schmidt's class there, your, your partner in second grade Mm -hmm. needed a volunteer and I got on the phone and I asked my networks and actually my good friend, um, Becky Parrott from Runza um, Mm. popped right in and she's a longtime junior team volunteer. And um, she was like, I'll do it. So the fun part for me was I got to see Becky every Tuesday for five (laughs) weeks and we got to share our ideas. And since it was newer curriculum, we could say, Hey, how are you going to do that? Cause we've both done the older curriculum. And so it was really great that way. Um, And I'm always kind of pumping up JA and, um, always posting on my Facebook and saying, Hey, I'm volunteering again. And if you ever have interest or questions, let me know because it's really not a difficult volunteer role. It's, it's not a huge commitment. Um, like sometimes when you volunteer, like, um, there's space for all different things out in the community, but this one is just five hours of your life. You know, it's not a a year long commitment or multiple years. You get to touch a lot of lives. You get to be in a classroom with kids and, um, so I highly encourage it. If anybody's interested, definitely check it out. They give you all your tools. Maybe not the biggest commitment, but it makes a big difference. Yes. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. If you're interested in volunteering, lincoln.ja.org is the place to go. Got the website pulled up right here and you can't miss it. It says, how can you get started? Right there at the very <laughs> top. You scroll down just a little bit. Volunteers, begin here. Big button. Click it. Schools and parents. Uh, you know, if you're a teacher, you want JA in your classroom, there's a button for you right there. And then if you want to, you know, be a business and partner with them, there's a button for you too. They, they make it simple to get involved. They make it simple. It sounds like throughout the whole process. And that's incredible because 
that's what it needs to be, right? Accessible for kids, something they can get their hands on, wrap their minds around. And it's for, you know, not just the kids good, but the good of the community, right? I mean, you guys see that these kids are the future. Like we want them in Lincoln and to have a program like this, if you're an adult in Lincoln, you have some time, you were in their shoes once too, right? Just give them that little kickstart. For sure. You'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Katie, Megan, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thanks for coming in. Keep up the great work with JA. Thank Thanks for having you. us. Absolutely. This has been the Junior Achievement Hour here on 93.7. The ticket, we got more ticket weeknights coming up next.